Hello, everyone, and we are back once again with another episode of the Young and Foolish podcast. And this week, it's back to the OG three. The uh, Raymond is here with us, and we're uh, you know happy to have him. Obviously, uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed our guest uh, Jasper last week. And um, this week, we're going to talk about something very different. Uh, it's a topic that I thought about talking about last week with Jasper, actually, but. Uh, we saved it for this week, just because of Jasper's expertise in combat sports. It was honestly a very, very good episode, so check it out if you haven't already. But the topic this week is kind of the concept, uh, what I like to call timeline in life, right? And I guess I'll talk a little bit about it before we get into kind of different aspects of it and different perceptions of it, but. Um, I guess I don't even I don't know if I'm gonna use this word, but I, I I guess this is the one that's popping to my mind right now, so I'll just use it. And I'll say that traditionally, a lot of people think that there are certain things that you're supposed to do in life, and even specific times you're supposed to do them at right. And depending on the culture, depending on the time period, obviously that's different, but that kind of idea still exists. So I kind of want to talk about some of those ideas, uh, some of those uh, specific timelines that people are, are, are kind of the social norms, I guess. And also talking about how people have uh, nowadays began to see more and more of um, irregular timelines in life, stuff that are not necessarily traditional and just um, understanding that people can't have their own timelines in life. They don't have to follow anything specific. And then each person uh, don't have to kind of uh, adhere to the, not just the social norms, but also to uh, maybe what their parents, maybe what their peers or colleagues, uh, uh, their timelines or their expectations of um, their um the person's timeline, right? So, so just um, talking about this concept overall. And to start off, I guess we could talk about maybe some of the more traditional, more of the social norms, and when it comes to this concept, when it comes to timelines in life. I don't know uh, if any of you have any uh, very obvious one that pops into your head. Um, I think the first one is just um, probably university and how most people finish it in, uh, in like four years. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I feel like the majority of people who go into university do end up doing it full time. When you do it full time, there's not really a pressure, but I feel like it's just more normal for a lot of people to finish it in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. obviously depends on like the program you're doing and whether or not you switch majors. So that's not to say that everybody does it in four years. Um, but I think there's probably a very big chunk of people who don't finish it in four years. Mm-hmm. But um, that's probably just the first one that comes to mind for me. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a huge one. I feel like nowadays, um, I guess for decades now, a lot of people feel like you have to go to university and uh, you're supposed to go right after you're done with secondary school or high school, whatever you're going to call it. And then you're supposed to do it in uh, four years for any normal program. Some programs are designed for five years or something more, but like you're supposed to do it in kind of the the most uh, common and normal like the expectation is that that four years for for normal programs right and that's Mm -hmm. almost the case for most of the world 
And that, that is definitely a, a big um, thing nowadays that a lot of people will talk about still. And it's a topic that we kind of covered already in the is university worth it kind of idea and talk about our uh, and also the episode on our uh, university experiences. So we don't have to get too deep into this specifically, but definitely um, that's a that's a huge one to bring up. And uh, I think that it's probably very, very um it brings a lot of anxiety and just kind of negative uh, things to a lot of people's lives when they try really hard to just follow that expectation to because I think a lot of people could benefit from the gap here to figure out what mm-hmm. they really want to do to have other experiences in life where that's working, we're traveling, we're just doing more research into different areas and 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 self-education whatever it is there's just a lot of things you get you could benefit from taking a gap year and also a lot of people could benefit from uh, doing school part-time it could be better for them financially because it could work it could uh, benefit them because they they don't have enough focus to do school full-time or that they uh, just have other things that they want to be doing at the same time and just don't want to put all the time into full-time school and and once again, we said before in other episodes mm-hmm. that going to university uh, isn't necessary, um, you know, for there are other opportunities out there. There are other paths to take that are completely viable and could be more suitable uh, depending on who you are and what you want out of life. So uh, seeing this um, expectation of going to school right after high school, going to university right after high school and doing it full time and finishing four years that is a major part of um, this concept of timeline in life and something that uh, is detrimental to a lot of people for the reason I said earlier. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just almost expected, right? It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just societal norms. Like, I think, I think generally when you think of a timeline, you think of like the timeline between, maybe it's just, me or you know because i'm still young but like maybe like from like zero to like 30 that's what you generally think of for your timeline um you know like right out the gates you know like you're born boom you know a few years later you get put into school and you don't finish school (laughs) until you're like 20 some if you want more than you can and then generally um like right after school like right after post-secondary university college um you're expected to find like a job in your field right away um Mm -hmm. and then from then on you just do that for for a while it's also like another timeline thing to think about is just marriage and like kids right a lot Mm -hmm. of people think of like oh like i want kids at this age oh like i want to get married at this age oh i'll you know and like generally speaking a lot of people want to do it in their mid-20s to 30s but then like 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 i feel like people a lot of people are like oh no like i can't do the like those things when i'm 30 i'll be too old right but there's Mm -hmm. no like so there's like that pressure behind it it's like okay finish school get a career and right after your career like fucking have kids so yeah so what you're saying, um, there's a lot to get into. That there's a lot of different aspects to what you're saying, and I want to 
get into them one at a time.、Mm-hmm. But what you just covered of Uh, basically, going to school, finish university right on time, and get into career right away. Then start a family, have kids, and all of that.、Yeah. You know, getting married. That's a very, very common and、uh, widespread, I guess,、uh, globally, like、uh, a very traditional timeline、mm-hmm. that that has existed in, in modern times. And、um, I guess to start off, we could talk about.、Um, The career thing, right? That's kind of the next、mm-hmm. step after university. So a lot of people,、um, like you're saying, they're expected to get a a job right away after university in their field, and just basically stay in that field, do that job, sometimes for the same company for a very long time.、Uh, nowadays, we're obviously seeing a lot more people switching,、um, you know, jobs,、um, either hopping,、uh, you know, companies or. Switching to completely different fields, and and I think、um, that type of freedom, and I guess now with more freelance and gig economy kind of style、um, opportunities out there, people aren't you know as so kind of、um, what I, I don't even know what the word would be, but they don't follow. The the traditional timeline, like you described, as much,、yeah. even though it's still very very、mm-hmm. popular and still pushed in so many ways,、mm-hmm. either、uh, by parents or society.、Um, but yeah, it's definitely still very common. But I do want to bring up that there is a, a bit of a shift in that sense, and it is、uh, kind of nice to see、mm-hmm. that people aren't、uh, being stuck right away. And realize there are, are other opportunities out there, and they could switch into a different field. And、um, after you finish your school and you start working a field, that isn't the end, right? And、mm-hmm. I think that's very important because a lot of people do feel stuck, and、uh, they go through like midlife crisis and stuff like that because of it, where they just、uh, hate their job from day one and just、uh, just. I guess awful situations to be in, very unfortunate.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, if you really believe in that timeline and you do it that way, you could stuck. You could be stuck in those situations. Yeah, no. I feel like nowadays,、um, I feel like there's more movement towards like, oh, like live your best life, right? In your twenties, <laughs> and then like you know, like I'll、oh, forget about everything. Kind of like more like living the moment type of、uh, mindset. Rather than like oh like you gotta like do this and that, and I feel like that has a lot to do with social media, right?、Um, mm-hmm. So you see a lot of these like, I guess,、uh, influencers and stuff like that doing this and promoting this type of lifestyle, right?、Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like it's become more and more popular to not really do it the traditional way, and I feel like it also yeah, depends. Yeah, I think Rona had a big part of it. Yeah, I also think it depends on the culture, right? So some cultures, you know, like people get married off when they're like fifteen, fourteen, right?、Um, so it really depends on that. And then like once they finish high school, that's it, right? They don't they don't need to go.、Um, like some other countries, like foreign countries,、uh, typically women tend to get married off young, and then that's it. And a lot of them, the highest education they can receive is high school. And some places they don't even offer education for women. So,、mm. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it really depends.
but I think in Western culture yeah. and you know, generally speaking, it would follow this timeline. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I think there's a kind of a very drastic thing in what you just described, because that's absolutely true. There are different places like that uh, where, you know, people are married off young, people are just working really young and there aren't that many opportunities and education isn't taken as seriously or um, just isn't offered, right? It just doesn't doesn't really exist. And uh, the best opportunities out there is marrying uh, young to someone who's uh, eco- relatively economically stable or better off uh, in, in, in that uh, environment, in that, in that place, in, in where they live, right? And then there's also kind of the other side to it where some places you're kind of expected to get a master, right? Uh, there are some places where, you know, m- most people are college educated and uh, and usually you do a master and not just an undergrad. So there's a whole different, um, there's entire spectrum to it. And the timeline that is expected that the most common or socially normal timeline can definitely differ between places uh, nowadays for sure. And um, as we see more people kind of not following traditional ones anyways, we're seeing so many different uh, timelines out there. And um, there's certain timelines nowadays being promoted, lifestyles being promoted by social media, uh, like you just talked about. And I think that's shifting a lot of other people's perspective as well. And they almost want to follow those. And those are... Those are um, in some ways better, in some ways not, you know, it offers something different. But at the same time, it's still kind of stopping people from really choosing uh, and understanding that they could have their own timeline. They don't have to follow traditional one of their own place mm. or of some other place. And they also don't have they don't have to follow the lifestyle and timeline of the ones that's kind of uh, being promoted by these influencers or um, just social media in general. Uh, they could kind of develop their own and find what really is suitable for them, right? So you know, it's it's important to see that there are these all these different timelines uh, out there that are uh, normal, that are promoted in different cultures, and there are new ones being brought up in social media and by influencers and all that. But at the same time, that you could really pick your own and follow your own path, and that is something that isn't brought up as much. And I, I would say it's something important to point out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you know i feel like a lot of people get the idea or is told the idea of like oh you know like you could either do this or this which really limits what maybe what they want right um Mm -hmm. whereas you know like they might get shut down you know like due to family due to peers um so i feel like a lot of people generally speaking they have similar um ideas you know of what they want but um you know i feel like if you if you, like if it i don't know like let, let's say let's say you okay so here's like one of the examples of like a stigma around like gap years right like let's say like someone mm-hmm. wants to take a gap year mm-hmm. and when you hear that you know you, you tend to be like oh shit you know like back then you're like oh shit you, you're not going straight to university um 
and maybe like the person themselves wanted to do it to take a gap year themselves but then like you know like outside forces like family you know friends and stuff you know Mm kind of like push them towards you know okay i'll go straight into university so then they get that perspective and then they kind of push it onto their peers right so it's kind of like a dangerous like dominoes effect i feel like um Mm -hmm. as lorenzo would uh say dangerous trap it's just psycho (laughs) yes sir Uh, yes sir (laughs) yeah that that reminds me a lot because anytime i'd hear somebody was taking a gap year i would i wouldn't go as far as being like oh shit you know yeah Um, but it definitely depended on the person that was saying they were going to take a gap year like if somebody like george told me they're going to take a gap year oh that's pretty neat good for you good for you right Somebody who maybe back in high school wasn't the greatest student or maybe didn't have the greatest work ethic, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, as mm-hmm. long as you do end up going into university eventually, you know, because like, mm-hmm. I, I remember, I don't know if I ever said to my parents that I wanted to take a gap year. I might have at some point expressed that. I don't think I really would have benefited from a gap year all that much at the time, though you never really know. Kind of mm-hmm. depends what I would have done with it. And that's just, I just don't know if it would have been very productive for me. I probably would have just been, it would have just been Rona 2.0. <laughs> oh man, that would have been terrible actually yeah. with coronavirus coming in because that, ooh, yeah, no, 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 no. Good thing I didn't take a gap year personally. I'll say it's a bad idea, but that would have, that would have thrown a bigger monkey wrench into my system if I'd taken it then. Because then Rona would have hit went just when I was gearing up to get into school and then mm-hmm. it would have been like second semester basically for me of university when Rona hit and that would have been tragic. That would have been, who knows? No, 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 no. Um, and yeah, but remember I told him that, where was I going with this? <laughs> you say you might express it to yeah. them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I ended, uh, I ended up not taking it. I think that was good for me. Mm-hmm. Other people would take gap years. Uh, oh, yeah. The reason why I don't think it would have been too productive anyways, even if I did take it, even if Rona hadn't happened, is probably just because I probably, knowing myself, chances are at the time I would have just stayed at home and, like, played video games or something like that, which is, like, not mm-hmm. the most productive use of my time. would have been fun, um, but not for me, if I was being honest with myself. Mm-hmm. So, very glad and I didn't I... do it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And uh, on on the topic of kind of stigma and also uh, the the typical reaction to some of these decisions, like we've talked about this before in other episodes, and that is people uh, choosing not to go to university and take some other path, mm-hmm. right? Either start mm-hmm. working or go into trades or uh, some some other opportunity out there, right? And usually. Um, Obviously, depending on the person, depending on the uh, on the specific scenario, but the usual uh, kind of response is at least kind of a doubtful and questionable and uh, and and kind of almost worrying kind of a response, right? It's not like oh great, uh, which is something a lot of people would uh, get the well, which is a response a lot of people would get if they say they're going to university or if they're going to certain programs, right? So there's definitely a very obvious kind of um, expectation mm-hmm. out there for people to not take a gap year, to go to university. And um, obviously we spoke on that before. But then when it comes to career, which is uh, the topic we're really talking about now, like 
um, having something that's really stable, right? Having something that 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 uh, pays well is some are things that are kind of uh, very important and are expected for people who are considered successful and whatnot, uh, for people to be considered doing well in life. Whereas um, less traditional, you know, um, I don't know which word I'm looking for right now, but the less traditional way of looking at it, I guess, a, a less traditional perspective out there would be to do something that you really love, perhaps, right? Or to do something that uh, offers you more freedom in other ways, right? And those could be seen as more successful. In fact, that's kind of something that certain social media and influencer are promoting or pushing. So there is that out there. And also, you definitely see certain very difficult and rare opportunities, just less likely things to do are being promoted against. Uh, usually, um, a typical person when they hear someone's trying to pursue uh, a, a professional sports career or professional uh, music career or something uh, you know become professional artist or something like that a lot of time it's met with some resistance or some doubt right there's mm -hmm. a, oh that you know how difficult that is only one you know how many ever people make it like that and uh if you don't fail we're gonna fall back to right there's uh if, if it doesn't work like your opportunities out there are very limited and um so you definitely see those things as well so you definitely see kind of uh certain things that you're expected to do career-wise and certain age where at least age ranges are supposed to meet certain things you know like you're supposed to have a, a career by now in your field you're supposed to work like that and you're supposed to get there right after uh, you know you're supposed to get the job right after you, you graduate you're supposed to have mm -hmm. certain uh, amount of money saved up to buy a home to to put down a down payment or something on the home by a certain age right you're supposed to have this much invested into your retirement by a certain age there's some of these uh kind of expectations certain of these uh uh milestones on a on this um on this expected timeline right on this more traditional timeline that, that that's uh, that's the social norm right mm -hmm. so you definitely see some of these things out there and uh it's it's very obvious even when you're not trying to notice it yeah um i mean even starting off like you get heavily influenced like even in high school right when people are saying oh like you know, like, it's time to choose post-secondary, you know, careers and, like, paths. Mm -hmm. I feel like law schools push the idea of university, even though, like, maybe they might mm -hmm. not mean it. But, um, like, starting off, when I heard one of my friends wanted to go into trades, right, carpenting, I was like, yo, like, like you sure, you know, like, it, like you sure you want to go into trades, blah, blah, blah. Because... Like, just because I didn't really know too much about it and there was already this stigma about it. But as, like, as I learned a little bit more about it, I, I was kind of, like, interested and invested in it too, right? I was like, oh, shit, like, mm -hmm. why didn't the school ever, like, say these things? Because generally you have to, like, personally ask maybe your academic or your counselor or whatever, right, uh, for these mm -hmm. type of careers. But yeah, no, like as as he explained to me, I was like, oh shit, okay, so you could go through like this path, you know, apprenticeship and stuff like that, bro. Like it sounds sick, 
And plus, like, mm-hmm. dude, like, honestly, trade sounds like a pretty fun job, right? Something I'd be in, into. Um, but then, I guess, like, due to a lot of, you know, other factors, like family, right? I was kind of, like, pushed into university. Um, so then, like, I was like, okay, you know, like, maybe it's not that bad, right? It's whatever. It's university, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'll get a degree. Um, fuck it. But then it kind of made me realize uh, just how, like, if you don't really see and, like, go look for yourself about these information, like, no one ever tells you, right? Or, yeah, like, unless you ask or you seek it out for yourself, no one tells you. Mm-hmm. Even the school doesn't tell you, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of these jobs and these career paths and, like, these things are looked down upon just because it's it's i guess it's like social rankings at the end of the day it's like oh like someone mm-hmm. went to university they have a degree oh, they must be smart right they must have a good job mm-hmm. as opposed to like blue lot, collar it, and stuff. I, yeah it's like the white collar oh, blue like, collar mm-hmm. uh no no ahora um yeah, that's fine. Nice. See, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, university. Um, I'm not sorry, not university, but I guess like the um, whatever the local economy is sort of built around. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, um, or not even sometimes with the local um, economies built around, sometimes it's the government pushing stuff too. So, yeah. for example, I think in China, a big timeline that was pushed there for a while is like similar to what we've been talking about like go to university get a degree and mm-hmm. some academic study and then go from there but i think we i think we brought it up before in the podcast they had a bit of a a crisis or whatever where they don't have enough tradespeople or something along those lines so they mm-hmm. had to finesse some people and they changed the school so like all these people that were working towards like this one degree ended up getting like a different degree or something like that I forget the exact details, but people were so mad over there because, like, um, I guess the degree they were going to end up getting or the degree that they ended up getting or something or whatever got changed to, it had sort of been stigmatized. And they're like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I sort of get it, too, because it's not even that we were stigmatized. It's just, like, you've been working or been planning on getting this other degree for so long. And then you get bamboozled, get it replaced with another degree that... The mm-hmm. whole life you've just been told is like a second-rate degree or a second-rate job. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, yeah, definitely the social ranking, ranking aspect comes into mm-hmm. play. And that's kind of uh, what, what it um, stems from, right? But mm-hmm. either way, whatever uh, causes it, like it's pretty obvious that it's very easy for people to just kind of fall onto a specific timeline and certain kind of uh, obvious path that, that are kind of uh, prescribed to people that are the social norm that are expected yeah. of them, right? Like uh, what Raymond was saying, unless you're seeking out this information for yourself and really thinking about these things and looking at what you want, looking at what's suitable for you and uh, just seeing all the different options out there and uh, your desires and all of those, uh, all, all of these different aspects and really getting all the information making an informed decision at the end of the day based on uh, everything that matters to you like unless you're actually doing that it's very easy to just fall onto this path 
And you see a lot of people in university who are like, what am I doing with my degree? What am I going to do afterwards? Right. Why did I even do this uh, program to begin with? Like, uh, oh, I'm only here because my parents wanted me to do this. Like you, you definitely see a lot of these uh, different um different scenarios being played out in real time just from our own experiences there are different people like that out there and there's actually a lot of them and all of that comes from this path this timeline that that is expected of them right or at least uh their peers or their parents or the school system or the government expect of them but there's uh, expectation of that from somewhere that is uh influential to them right as opposed to something that they've really decided on themselves and is very clear that hey this is what i i want to do and what makes sense for me right and when it comes to trades what rain was talking about that's something we talked about in the other episode i think it's the one featuring daniel kim as a as a guest we talked about our friend jihu who is uh you know doing really well and who with trades who started doing trades even um before high school was finished she was studying uh, and um during the last uh, semesters of grade 12 and whatnot and these opportunities uh are actually great and could really change up um their timeline in life it could actually fit better with a certain if you want certain uh timelines in life because you know you you don't have debt or nearly as much debt depending on uh, how you go about it you're starting to work at a much earlier age right and you're getting paid more than your peers of the same age so from all those things by some by the time someone graduate from university and start to get a job they have so much money in debt and they're getting paid not very much and potentially not even a field they're actually studied in and the growth in that field might not necessarily be great whereas trades it's reliable it's stable and you don't have the debt mm -hmm. you're making more money than your peers and by the time uh that your peer graduated you've already been working and saving up money for years so if you're looking to you know if you're wanting to settle down or buy a house or whatever at an earlier age that might actually be a better option for you right if uh, you think it's more fun if you enjoy working uh, hands-on or just being in those environments and whatnot it could be better for you. Like we've talked more about this on that episode, but these are some of the key points I wanted to just bring up again, and especially focusing on how you could lead to a completely different timeline in life, right? And um, these paths and these other timelines in life, it could be better for you. You could have a better time and a higher quality of life and just feel more fulfilled. And it's important that you actually think about it and seek out information that allows you to go down those paths. Um, like one thing I talked about before with career is that the people who are pursuing, uh, you know, pro sports or pro music and stuff that's deemed as uh, not necessarily viable, that's risky, that it's uh, very difficult to get to. Like I've talked about how there are other opportunities out there in those things that you don't have to necessarily reach the top level. You know, you don't have to uh, play at the highest level in those sports because there are other leagues out there that could still pay a, a uh, viable wage for you to live on and uh, sustain yourself and potentially even uh, 
support your family with, right? There are opportunities in coaching, in training, in um, stuff nowadays with video analysts, right? And there are just uh, even more opportunities out there in different levels and stuff that's related to the main thing you're working on. And while you're doing all of that, there are people who are getting business degrees, so you could use that and then go into something else. They could start academies, right? There's just so many different things that you could end up doing. You could become a manager for actual top athletes. You could become a analyst, uh, even just on YouTube. People have succeeded with that. You could obviously work for the local radio, newspaper, or a TV station. There are all these things out there. Similar with music, right? Being a studio musician might not be as glorious. You don't really go on tours and all that, but it's a very stable gig and you get to play music all the time and you get to be featured on these, uh, you could potentially be featured on some of the top songs, some of the greatest artists out there at the time. Like that, those are plausible things where at least work with local musicians. The same thing with teaching, same thing with, um, Go into something like uh, conducting if you're into those type of music, right? There's a composer, there's writing. There are just so many different opportunities out there. You don't have to become a global pop star to make it, right? Like There are just so many other opportunities out there within these things, uh, whether that is not getting to the top level or it's shifting slightly but still maintaining the same, still uh, staying within the same field like when it comes to career there are many different paths and even in the ones that seem more risky and and all those uh things that make people feel like it's doubtful and questioning you uh for what you want to do like it's not as uh risky it's not as bad if you understand all the other options out there uh, along the path right and mm-hmm. when you're looking at your timeline in life some of those paths could make sense for you so it's something that something very important to think about and something that gives a lot of people more freedom with how they want to live their life and f- choosing or figuring out understanding that they could have their own timeline in life a timeline that everyone's timeline in life is different or at least could be different right so I did want to bring that up again when we're talking about careers because that's a huge part of life overall and it's a huge aspect of how people see their own timelines in life. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. I also find how it's interesting now that I feel there's less people following a lot of these um, sort of societal norms when it comes to timelines. Um I've, a lot of it, I think, has to do with mm-hmm. just how Rona's changed everything up. But you hear about how people, um, for example, they're not going, a lot of people aren't going back to work, per se, with the certain jobs. They're finding, mm-hmm. they're finding it tricky to find employees. Um, university-wise, I think it's probably just as many people, if not more people in university than there was before. So that's probably still pretty stable. But it's interesting to see how people in the short term are much more flexible, I think. That's just, that's just a general sense that I get. I don't have much evidence to back it up, but that's just the impression I get. Yeah, but I feel like you're just talking about like now more recently and with uh, working from home, which is something that, that is, I think, is Oh, yeah, great. for sure. But, but like, I just think it's... we've seen other, other changes, other flexible kind of choices being made more frequently. Stuff like uh, mm-hmm. van life. 
is something that that's been a much more you know realistic mm-hmm. thing for a lot of people and uh, a more um what's it called attractive option right whether that is because of the flexibility or because of um the financial um ease right you are also seeing nowadays people getting married you know later uh you see divorce rate go up you see um having kids at a much uh, later age or seeing a decline birth rate and all of these things uh, have a major consequence on society and a lot of these things are not traditional they're not what you would expect on the traditional and expected timeline it's not something that is prescribed to people sometimes it just because that's how life played out other time it's because people realize hey it doesn't make sense for me to have a child right now at this age. Hey, I'm not ready to get married yet, right? So you're definitely seeing people making decisions for themselves in those ways as well. But sometimes it is just because of how life plays out. And understanding that people have different timelines in life is a part of that is accepting that life is unpredictable and certain things could just happen. And what you could have everything planned out. You could have this idealized um uh, timeline in life, whether that is traditional or followed by something else where you created your own, like that might not play out the way you want to just because how, how unpredictable life is. And that is a part of, um, just living and, uh, of the human condition, but yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, you definitely see a lot of different, um, and flexible things happening. And part of that because of Corona, other things were just on the rise already anyways. And mm-hmm. the actual reasons behind them, there's there's a lot of them and we don't have to get into those because that's kind of a, you know, more, more of a side note, more of a, Tangent. it's almost like a different topic to be honest. Yeah. Just interesting how it's been catalyzed these last couple not even just years, but little, I mean years, but just in a greater number than two. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you have anything to say about um, that specifically, but we can move on into uh, marriage as a whole. Right. I feel like a lot of people after, you know, career in a traditional timeline mm-hmm. talk about marriage. So um, maybe we could talk yeah. about that. I've always found that silly. Either yeah. traditional or modern or something, you know. Yeah, I've always found it silly that people say that they want to get married at a certain age if they're not already with a partner that they plan on marrying. If you're with a partner that you already plan on marrying and you have like that timeline, that makes sense. That's I yeah, okay, true. It makes sense, makes sense. But a lot of people mm-hmm. um, kind of might say that or they might have it planned out in their timeline, even though they might not have the right person yet. And to me, that's, I don't know, it seems a little silly because it seems like one of those things you don't want to try to force at all. Because, again, yeah. like you mentioned, divorce, divorce rates are a lot higher than they used to be way back in the day. Um, nowadays, you got social media and changing a lot of different dynamics, you know, uh, maybe it's just the, maybe it's just the sites that I follow on Instagram, but man, some of the stuff they post makes you think that everyone's out here just fucking around, man. Sus. 
major sus. Um, things like that. Yeah, but, no. uh, yeah, I've always found it so silly that people have it planned out in their timeline because if you haven't found the right person, then why would you want to get married, you know? Mm-hmm. And I finding like... the right person is not particularly easy. That's quite, yeah. a, quite out of your control beyond getting yourself out there. I feel like it's almost glorified in a way, right? Like, mm-hmm. like marriage, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh man, like I have to get married. Oh man, like I want to find like the one or, you know, I think it's, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of stereotypes that comes with it too. You know, it's like, it's like, oh man, like, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like. Man, let me let me let me think real quick. Let me put the words in order. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what you were saying it's you don't get like why people like force it, right? I think at a certain point, people with expectations for themselves, maybe it's from society or mm-hmm. you know peers, family, whatever, like that. That sort of oh, like you gotta get married kind of pressure. It it happens, and I feel like people are caught. They feel kind of forced to do it, you know, due to the pressure and due to their own expectations. Um, Mm. They're like, "Oh man!" Like they they start getting, you know, desperate almost. It's like, dude, Mm. like, like I'm I'm 28. I'm about to hit my 30s soon, and when I hit 30s, there's less chance I'm gonna find someone. Less chance I'm gonna get married, right? Mm-hmm. so that kind of happens and i don't know like maybe it's just instinct or whatever but generally people people become more and more desperate the older they become and a lot of people are unease by the idea of not ever marrying mm-hmm. or not ever starting a family so then they kind of yeah. get pushed and they kind of they're like okay you know i'll settle down for this right rather than yeah. i want this mm-hmm. um so then that I feel like that's a really big issue. Um I feel like there's also yeah. the problem with, you know, like divorce rates are going up just because, you know, of that and there's other factors. But I feel like another reason for that is also because um you know, I feel I feel like the general dating scene nowadays is also pretty uh like it's all like uh, it's definitely on a spectrum because mm-hmm. it's not back in the days where you get arranged marriage marriages right where it's yeah and i think that's a topic uh, on its own because there's yeah. so much aspect to kind of dating right and uh, i think there's a lot we could talk about that but dating for sure uh, with dating apps and and everything and just kind yeah. of how dynamics are overall has changed and that definitely could contribute to it but one thing that you said that really uh i want to highlight is that you said like Certain things are kind of glorified, you know, getting married, especially getting married at a certain mm-hmm. age, right? Mm-hmm. And settling down like that is glorified. It's because it matches people's expectation. That's what a, a good life is supposed to be, right? That's the what a uh, you follow this timeline. Uh, that that's that's how you uh, become happy or whatever, yeah. right? So like like you're supposed to follow this timeline, like that. That's kind of uh, the guidelines almost, right? And when you're doing all these things including and almost especially getting married and settling down at a certain age 
like that that is glorified that is and some people have expectations for themselves because they believe that or because they're made to believe that we're heavily influenced by other people mm-hmm. to think that way because it's a norm it's uh, something other people believed uh whether culturally speaking or um whatever right mm-hmm. there are just other influences out there that could uh lead you down the path of thinking that way and trying to to achieve um that timeline and follow it to a teeth almost right yeah and oh uh yeah no i was also gonna say like there's also like romantic movies and shit like that right that really mm-hmm. like pushes the idea of it and generally speaking we all know kind of like who the target audience is for that right um yes sir yeah and ultimately you know the general uh the general audience for that is um you know generally speaking the people who i'd say who hold the most power when it comes to marriages and stuff like that right and like uh i guess like a societal level so Mm -hmm. it's it's also like it's almost manipulated into um like let's say like you know like the audience's minds like all like 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 fucking like notebook right dude like you're you're supposed to find like that one true love blah 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 and then you know like you expect all these things to happen um and then you set yourself those glorified expectations it's like i need to find this person who'll do this for me blah 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 at this time and then once that doesn't happen you know desperation comes in um but yeah uh continue uh Mm -hmm. what you were saying yeah no i was gonna say that you know when it comes to to relationships and marriage and all that like people have to realize that if two people want to be together, they could just be together. Like you don't necessarily have to get married, right? Or at least legally married. You don't necessarily have to have a wedding or a traditional wedding. You could choose not to have a ceremony at all, or you could try to elope or anything like that. Like all, all of these things are separate, right? And also you don't have to get married at a certain age. You know, some people don't find the right one until later on in life, while other people find it like um, very, very early on in life and it just works out for them. It really depends. Like certain things like Lorenzo was saying is uh, out of your control in, in most ways, like other than the fact that you're open to it and you're living your life and uh, meeting people like just uh, being out there in some way. That, that makes mm-hmm. sense for you like other than that like uh there it's out of your control in terms of meeting the right person and when you become desperate you try to set it down like you're you're really just settling for uh whatever is there now right and that's part of the reason why certain things don't work out and uh mm-hmm. divorce written and all that and um the, the expectations that you're talking about build up from the media, various media, especially those movies, like definitely also plays a factor in that. But yeah, it's just uh, very interesting to see how people would uh, just believe 
that they're really supposed to get married and settle down, but at a certain age where else life sucks, right? Uh, where else like it's over for them, where else they're going to be miserable for the rest of their lives. Like, you know, believing in that and, and thinking like that's the only timeline in life that will work. And marriage is such a huge part of that. And it needs to be done at that age where that age range, where else it, it, it's like um, done for you. Like, that just sets herself up to uh, be miserable. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's like a form of emotional self harm. Like, like you, like it doesn't make sense. Like Lorenzo is saying. So, uh, I think that's uh, that's yeah. a huge part to bring up. That people think, just uh, yeah. I think the two big factors to that is just probably statistics, and then also um, people end up making like a stable personal attribution about it which is like so the statistics part people hear the statistics like i I forget what age it is but i know there's like a certain age group like if you're already cuffed up your chances just drop off a cliff like dramatically like if you're like at this age and you're still not cuffed up people are told like oh your chances are very slim of finding somebody by that point so i think there that's a bit of a Mm -hmm. pressure um and that that that's an interesting one to me because I don't know how much of that is just the fact that most people who aren't cuffed up by that age just don't want to get cuffed up at that age. They just don't want to get married versus the dating pool is so slim that you can't find anybody anymore or you're just completely hopeless. You know what I mean? Um, so there's probably that. But those statistics well, do part of it also because those people are just... Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, like, other potential reason could be, like, the people uh, are just more picky or uh, just mm-hmm. uh, yeah. have certain things about them that that require to meet more kind of unique people that fits. Whereas some people have traits that a lot of people could be compatible, whereas mm-hmm. others are just like, okay, most people are not going to be compatible with you. It's uh, almost a miracle to find someone who is yes. and, and sometimes it takes a very long time right so so it really depends on uh, on the situation and uh, that's other reason why those 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 statistics could exist but yeah those the st- statistics could definitely play a role in making people feel that way and making them feel desperate and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the next thing I want to move on to is huge uh, it's kind of the uh, the last main thing I want to talk about, and that is uh, kids, right? Because um, obviously, when going down the traditional timeline, that a lot of people think is the the right way to live life or whatever that is the expectation, the social norm. After marriage comes uh, kids, right? So uh, you you've done with your school, you got your career, you're married now, you're supposed to have kids. That's that. That's what gives you a good life or whatever. And like, that's what, uh, you know, is the expectation. So what I want to say here is that like people uh, either, you know, you don't have to have kids. You could have kids later on in your life. Uh, you could, uh, there are just different options out there. Maybe you choose to adopt, right? Maybe you don't have a kid at all, at all but you do have like, um, uh, you, maybe you are, you know, more involved in the lives of uh, your nieces and nephews. Maybe you have a pet or uh, maybe you engage in the community more, whatever it is. Like there are all these different uh, things out there. Or you could just put the time and effort into uh, time, effort and attention into your partner 
into your career, into your hobbies or something else. Like these are other things. All of these are things that are not, you know, the normal uh, uh, way to go. It's not what expected. It's not like the common and uh, and it doesn't fall into that timeline. Right. Mm -hmm. And people the reaction to it and whatever it might not be um it's definitely not you know with praise right that's usually um what you would get like praise is what you would usually get if you do you know have kids have to get married and they're just living that timeline and it's important for you to realize that uh having kids especially having kids a specific time might not be the best thing for them. And there's several reasons for that. And one thing, it's very specific to me and the way I think about life overall. And that is, I think that uh, a lot of a lot of things that we do, we don't really consider the biological and social aspects of it and and uh, take that into account in our decision-making. And then we end up doing stuff that we don't actually really want on a profound level. So, you know, in terms of having kids, biologically speaking, with evolution, with just overall how things work, we talk about fitness, and that is the ability of an organism to produce offspring, right? So there are obviously um, a biological incentives and programming that, that gives you at least somewhat of a desire to have a kid in normal people. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the social aspects of it with pressure either from parents or society, colleagues, peers, friends overall, like there and like there's that uh, pressure to have kids, right? And then there's obviously with the state who's always had uh, put pressure on people to have kids in various ways because they want the next generation of workers, uh, they want to, because demographics is very important when mm-hmm. you don't have enough people in the in the working age and contributing to the economy and the society, uh, then the entire uh, society doesn't function right. The welfare and all that gets messed up. You also talk about religion and they want kids to have a uh, next generation of followers and believers and worshipers and all that. And this, these are aspects out there. Um, that are important to think about because when you think about what you really want, some of these factors could be influencing your decision without you even realizing it. It's very easy for people to have somewhat of a desire Mm -hmm. or at least momentary desire to have kids, but some of it could literally just because of those factors. And for some people, those factors are enough and, and that's totally uh, fair. Then that's, uh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But when you're unconscious of it, when you don't think about it, and when you're not intentionally making decisions after being informed of these things about yourself, it's very easy to make a decision that you uh, could end up regretting. And uh, other important quote I like is what Seth Rogen said, is that he said he would rather regret not having kids when he's 60 than regret having a kid when he is in his 20s and 30s, right? Like that, that's the one perspective to think about it. And the other thing to consider is that from the past, I don't know, half century-ish, at least from the 80s, there have been multiple studies uh, being done globally in various ways that have consistently concluded that people without kids uh, are on average happier than the people who have kids, uh, where at least... Maybe a better way to phrase it is people who are parents 
uh, are on average less happy than the people who are not parents. And um, that is known as like what the parenthood paradox, parenthood gap or happiness gap, whatever it is. I haven't looked into all the studies. I haven't looked at how they were done, how reliable the, the stats are, statistically speaking, and all of those aspects. But many studies have been done and they concluded that. And it's something that, that should be think about or at least looked at when you're deciding uh, if that's what's right for you. Very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, I like the Seth Rogen example you gave because I feel like it's it's another thing on the timeline that people um, might underestimate more than they should, even though obviously people will probably think to themselves that they're not underestimating it. Sort of like marriage too, you know. Um, you might end up mm-hmm. accidentally rushing into it. The actual part of getting the baby isn't probably the hard part for most people, right? Once you find somebody who doesn't mind, you know, getting it dirty with you, then it's it's pretty easy to end up having a kid. But it's such a massive decision and there's so many things to consider that it's very easy to accidentally walk into it, especially if you're young and you have all these timelines in your head. Um, mm-hmm. But the consequences, like you literally just got a new human, new human, bro. And it's like, it's your job basically to guide them and... Make mm-hmm. sure that they have what they need to be successful, right? So, yeah. and in general, it mm-hmm. feels like the decision isn't taken as seriously. And, exactly, and, and exactly. There isn't as much thought put into it, right? And part of that could be because that's kind of expected thing to do. Like that's just mm-hmm. what people do. That is uh, what you're supposed to do. Uh, that's what expected of you. And you're especially if you believe in t- in those more traditional and uh, expected timelines, right? Yeah. And um, like you have to look at things like, hey. So many problems in the world exist because of uh, poor parenting and whatnot. So oh, yeah. many people's personal problems exist because of uh, their parents, parents yeah. in, in, and in some way at least, right? And then you could look at people's relationships get becoming worse because of having a kid, uh, whether that's because of financial situation or because they don't have enough time for each other and it's all going to the kids and their career and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they could look at... Um, all of these other problems that could that that could spring up, and and now because you had a kid, and you have to think about whether that is worth it. Like nowadays, one of the biggest reasons people are having less kids and we're having kids in a later age is because of financial aspect. It's expensive in so many places to raise a child, and uh, for a lot of people, they just don't think uh, it'll be worth it because they don't think the money that they they have would be enough to provide a high quality life for both them and their child they would rather live in a high quality life by themselves uh, without mm-hmm. a child or something like that we'll wait till later when they're more financially stable or have less kids right instead of having you know two or three maybe just have one kid like whatever it is like th- there's these factors that people are now considering and and leading to those uh those the newer and less traditional timelines and uh lifestyles Mm-hmm, 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, it's interesting you mentioned, like, the financial aspect because I was just thinking about that, how um, I feel like the educational system in a lot of places neglects a lot of these um, kind of more personal topics just because they, they are more personal, right? So uh, just in the same way that school doesn't really comment too much on your religious choice, which I think is fine, that makes sense, obviously. They don't 
at least I don't remember ever being really educated on say, okay, well, you know, these are the things you might want to consider before you ever decide to have a kid, right? Um, like in planning, when they make you do like all the financial planning, it's always for university, right? And that kind of leads back mm-hmm. to what we were talking about earlier too. Um, they don't really give you alternative ways to, yeah, like in planning, they never even, did they ever even give you the option or was it allowed to just be like, Hey, well, you know what? After high school, I'm going to go into the trades out. I, I can't remember. It might've been a thing. I don't know. But I remember at least I never did science. planning. You never did planning. Isn't that required? Yeah, it was with jazz band and uh, we oh, just did yeah. certain other things. We did like a resume and like a eulogy. And I think those were the only things. A we eulogy? Did. Yeah. A for eulogy? Ourselves. For yourself. For ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think those are like the those are like the two only things we did in that. Man, you guys need to make a eulogy, man, dude. I had to do yeah, like a. But we definitely didn't do any of those uh, financial planning stuff. Yeah, I had to do some stupid financial um, planning stuff, man. It's like okay, well, when I'm in university and I move out, I'm gonna have to buy toothpaste. I'm gonna have to buy <laughs> shampoo every month. <laughs> so dumb, so bro, dumb. I didn't even plan, bro. <laughs> They're just like, yo. <laughs> All right, you have this. I remember I did that whole course in 48 hours because I took it online and I procrastinated mm. until the teacher sent my mom an email like, yo, it hasn't started yet. <laughs> and the course ends in two days. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Your mom um, is probably like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, mom. Trust. I can do it. I can do it. Charlie only did it in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they never, they never, I don't remember ever having to do the math for say having a kid, two mm-hmm. kids or what that might, or how that might change my work, um, dynamic, right? Because I feel like if I ever, I do it with some point I want to have kids, but if I do have kids, then I don't want to spend most of them time at work. I'd, I'd want to try to find some way so that I could spend most of my time with them, at least when they're very young. Um, maybe not like a stay at home dad, but I just want to have more time with them than I feel most people end up devoting yeah. to them. Yeah. And that's only one yeah. aspect as well. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it changes the dynamic with your uh, relationship, with your, uh, with your hobbies, with your, uh, social life and all of those yeah. things, you know, mm-hmm. um, like for me, you know, I, I, um, in my book, one, one part that I talked about is kind of the conditions that would need to be met for me to most likely want to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Like if those conditions were met, then most likely I would want a kid and then we'll go from there. Like, um, well, like, which is also something interesting to talk about because if I want, if I know I wanted to have kids and I would try to meet those, uh, conditions, but that's not the case. It's like, if those conditions are already met then i will most likely want to have a kid mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or kids in general right so so that's a very important thing to point out here and what those uh, actual conditions are i'm not going to talk about all of them you know it's in the book i might talk about at some point uh standalone video by myself uh on a different channel that i think i might do at some point or in a blog post um but one thing that I will talk about that's completely related to this is that, like, if I uh, think that um, I would feel jealous of the kids taking 
my partner's attention away from me, then like I, I would not have a kid. You know, I, that's a key、mm. thing. You know, and I think a lot of people don't think about stuff like that. You know, you have a relationship, you're in love, you're with someone that you want to, you know,、uh, spend your life with, or something like that. And then you have a kid, and then that whole relationship dynamic could also change, right? So you talk about the career and the job,、mm-hmm. and how how that would change, and how you will want that to change, how you want to shift, right, to、uh, to get what you want. But in a relationship dynamic, that's much more difficult, right?、Uh, and also, if I feel like my partner would get jealous of me putting more attention on the kids than her. Right, like if that's the case, and I would also not have a child because、uh, I don't want to mess that up. I, I can't, I can't、uh, deal with that. It just wouldn't work for、uh, the the overall、uh, life I would want. Like we both have to be okay with putting more attention on the kids and each other. Like、mm-hmm. that, that's got to be a, a a a thing that people think about and agree upon before they make decisions like that. Because there are huge shifts in relationship dynamics as well as career dynamics, right? And also, these these things are probably more important for most people. But even like social life and hobbies, like I brought up earlier, will shift because you don't have as much time and attention and、uh, money sometimes. Well, a lot of times, but certain hobbies don't require as much money. That's why you know say sometimes.、Uh, but like you're obviously there's a financial cost to raising children and all that. All that related stuff, so you know, there's just other things out there that that are gonna be affected, and when you don't think about all those different aspects, it's、uh, difficult to make a decision that you don't regret and decision that actually makes your life better. And I think that's one of the reasons why the the statistics from those research of the happiness gap or parenthood paradox. Uh, whatever they call it, exist because I think a lot of people who do become parents didn't really think some of these stuff through, and everyone will agree, or at least almost everyone will agree, that their child brings them happiness. But at the same time, overall, are they more happy? And and according to those, it's no. And I think a big part of that is because people don't take some of these、uh, factors into consideration、mm-hmm. before they make the decision, and then they end up in situations, whether financially or、uh, whatever else, that ends up being、uh, worse for them, and oftentimes also worse for the children, which is、uh, really awful and sad.、Mm. Yeah, <laughs> tragic, tragic. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting think- to see. You know. Do you know what the studies called it all, or what years published it all? Because that'd be very interesting to see th- that data and see、mm, how like I think from the eighties onwards, there have been multiple.、Onwards. Yeah, it'd be interesting、yeah. to see like the variability, I,、uh, like、yeah. the distribution of all this stuff、yeah. too. Because、mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely. Because、yeah. I don't know, there's, there's probably definitely a, some subpopulation that's probably quite a bit more happy after they have kids if they have all those stuff,、mm. all these things figured out.、Mm. Um, yeah. So be it would be very interesting to see exactly how the numbers distributed if it ends up being like some bimodal distribution where it's like it's either you're quite not you know either you're unhappy or if you're happier you're this much happier and they end up getting I don't know I would just be co- neat to see the statistics、mm-hmm. I'll have to look at that later yeah but yeah no I feel like a lot of people who have kids aren't prepared or yeah aren't really prepared to make those sacrifices like you said um. I think in order to be really like ready to have kids, I feel like you have to understand 
the challenges, the sacrifices, and what you have to give up in order to actually like fulfill that. Because it is like it's a big responsibility, man. Huge. Yeah, oh, one yeah. of the biggest you could take. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like it, it also goes back to marriage, right? I feel like having kids is almost glorified. Um, that's why you see mm-hmm. a lot of people these days, like, oh, like I want to, like I want to have a kid, like I want to name my kid this, you know. Um, Hi, this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yo, you think Octavius is a good name, <laughs> bro? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know what Mitch no. is going on about, dude. Have you read the Mitch chat? Mitch wants to call his kid Octavius. <laughs> yeah, he's yo, like, yo, I want a name. Or, yo, he said Wolfgang, bro. <laughs> well, if like you're German, if you're German, that's that, a reasonable. Yeah, name. but um, yeah, but no. Octavius, man, that Mitch has reached peak. That's weightiness, a villain, man, dude. That, bro, I swear, <laughs> that's a villain name, bro. Um, he's bringing yeah. it back to the Roman Empire, man. This guy, literally. But yeah, no, like I, I feel like a lot of people are in the mindset of like, okay, you know, my life is this right now. You know, it's it's not complete, right? Mm. And then they they kind of like I don't know how, but they find a string and they lead it towards. Yo, what if I just have a kid, bro? <laughs> Maybe that'll solve yeah. all my problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a huge yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. think that'll solve their problems. Whether that's like, oh, we'll fix our relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. oh, I, I'm not going to feel empty once I yeah, have a they'll kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, whatever it is. Like, they think it's just going to solve all their problems somehow. But it's not. Like, it's what? the complete opposite. A of, yeah, a lot of parents definitely don't help the situation with the way they talk about their kids. Like, oh, my kids buy everything, <clears> man. Like man it's changed my life i mean it did change their life yeah, yeah. it's a little glorified sometimes you know mm-hmm. a lot of people might not end up yeah and it's yeah. also like and those it's like the lack of self-care mm-hmm. sometime after uh, they have a child is like almost like glorified as well because it's almost like, oh, oh yeah you know it's it's my everything you know i spend all my time just focusing on that and like and it's like what what do they do like they literally don't have any time for themselves or other aspects of their mm-hmm. life and it's just completely Bro, focused yeah, let's on do that. general quality and, like, just what? drops off a cliff you know especially mm-hmm. i mean the first mm-hmm. year or two i kind of get yeah, it like you, know, you see a lot a baby of uh... around is tricky it's hard having a baby around mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but man there's a lot of even when the kid gets a little older, sometimes you still have to sacrifice so Bro. much. If you don't plan for it very well, you might find yourself in a real shitty situation for a few years, just uh, quality of life-wise, just as far as personal time yeah. goes. Yeah, no, like what George said, you know, like quality of life and, you know, like personal life. Bro, I, like a lot of people let themselves go too, right? Like, like let's mm-hmm. say, you know, like they... <gasps> Yeah, that, yeah, yo, that reminds me. Um, man, I don't watch the podcast. It's fine, man. I got this. Um, my <laughs> my cousin actually just had a kid. Yeah, and um, her her husband. Um, I'm not gonna say his name because I'm about to put him on blast a little bit. Oh, but he always used to be rather skinny, right? Super nice guy, super nice guy, mm-hmm. very smart. Uh, physicist up at UBC. Um. But I, I remember back when uh, last I saw him, and I guess the few times I've seen him, because I remember my cousin's ex was like this huge, like six foot something, like like 
giant dude like pituitary gland off the off the charts you know going crazy with it <laughs> and then brandon he's more at the oh, oh, like, oh, 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 oh we gotta censor it now um but he's like um average build and that's being generous because he's probably you at the time he's probably skinnier than me less muscle mass than me almost i think he might be a little taller very nice very nice but man, I saw some pictures on Facebook from um, from after they had the kid. Yo, he yo, he's he did not wait to get that dad bot at all, my guy. Let me tell you, holy moly, I that was shocking. That was mm. shocking. Holy body transformation, crazy, yeah. absolutely insane. Oh, not man. only will we not censor it, we're gonna put a photo of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do anything to do with the baby because I wasn't at the wedding, um, so I didn't see how he but, was doing that. Uh, man, I'm telling you, man. Because generally but, speaking, yeah. you would think like only the woman, you know, like only like the wife or whatever, like in a traditional relationship, you know, the the girl. Let themselves grow, you know, like they gotta take care of the baby, you know, they got the they got the baby belly or whatever, right? The whatever. Nah man. It affects the guy too, dude. Cause the guy puts so mm-hmm. much energy. Very yeah, common. Man. Like it's yeah. crazy. Bro. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another that's another factor too. Cause if they don't have the financial uh, you know, stability or they don't have the time that comes, you know, with like that that they they can spend on the kid and themselves, nah nah man, it's a done deal, dude. They're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, are you really gonna decrease the quality of your own life and also give a very mediocre word to a kind of like relatively low quality of life to the kid as For well? Because sometimes, sometimes that's gonna happen. Like, literally, with the decisions some people make in their situations, that's kind of situation they put themselves in. And when you think about it. Uh, it feels like they didn't think about it, yeah. right? Um, and a couple other things I want to point out just from what you're saying. One of them I'm kind of forgetting, so I'll say the one I do uh, I, I know right now. And that is I uh, talk about kind of sacrificing certain aspects. I think for a big part of really being ready for, for having a kid and just situations in general is not feeling like you're sacrificing. Like you are giving certain things up, but that's because... You have a you know this amount of time, and you know for sure that what you want to spend it on is that. So you're not sacrificing it. You're choosing to do what you really want to do with your time, mm-hmm. and that is giving the attention and effort now of that to your kid and whatnot. So like feeling like you're sacrificing as sometimes is a sign that you're not fully ready. Like when you feel like you're not sacrificing, like you're just you know getting exactly what you want and that's the next step you definitely want to take and you're more than happy to give those things up because you don't want them as much as that nearly as much Mm. as that right so it's a very easy choice and you don't feel like it's a sacrifice it just it's just a switch you know Uh, it's a switch from apples to oranges because you like oranges much better like that like you're not sacrificing the apple right like Mm. yes you're giving it up but like that kind of perspective really shows that you are really ready for it so that's something I want to point out. Um, and the other thing, I'm still uh, not completely uh, able to remember. So uh, kind of rip, uh, losing power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, just uh, yeah. a quick reminder. 
Mm-hmm. Another thing that I would like to point out, like, can we just point us out something, George? We got 15 minutes left on our headphones. Yeah, so uh, we've talked about all the major points we want to talk about in this topic, and I can't remember the last thing I want to bring up in that, but I feel like this is a good point to just go into the highlights of the week and uh, we'll finish our episode. Yes, sir. I guess I'll start then. Anyone? <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, go um, ahead. How it's my week, same as always, you know, it's getting back into school. Um, so school's about to start in person again. Better so. sleep schedule? Oh, we, um, hey, we're in the process. We're in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to fix my sleep schedule because, man, staying up until five in the morning, it was fun for a while. But you know what? I think it's time to, time to come back down to earth for a bit, at least. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, it's been very tiring these last two days because uh, I heard one of the better ways to do it is just to wake up at the time that you want to start waking up. No, regardless of when you go to sleep and then by the time the day ends you'll be pretty spent you'll be pretty tired and it'll be super easy to just go to bed mm-hmm. at the time that you should go to bed no naps though no naps no naps mm-hmm. you can't nap it'll throw everything, no naps. throw everything off no naps it's definitely one way to do it yeah yes sir yeah. so it's a uh, pretty it's drastic a tough way to do it, but like it is a way to do it. I feel like it's probably one of the better ways to do it because I mean, today I already feel so much less tired than I did yesterday when I woke up at the same time. Yesterday I woke up mm-hmm. at, I tried waking up at nine, but then um, my alarm went off, turned it off, but then I go right back to sleep. Luckily, my alarms go ham, and every 10 minutes there's like a wake up check. I might, I could change it to like five minutes or whatever. So it'll check to see if I'm awake and if I don't mm-hmm. uh, respond to the notification, then the alarm sounds again. And I think my alarms have gone off during the podcast before, so you guys know how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so needless to say, I didn't get more than like five minutes of sleep after that. So nice. But man, I was spent like yesterday. Holy dude, I looked like a <laughs> zombie all day. The eye bags were mad. Even now, they're not as bad as they were yesterday. But man, they were bad before. But yeah, that's probably a highlight for my week. Nice. What about you, Raymond? Uh, not much. <laughs> probably <laughs> going to be going back to school soon. Um, See the boys, you know, go back to school life. Yeah. <clears throat> And I think that's pretty much it. Just starting off school again. Pretty chill. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of assignments, multiple assignments, a lot of assignments. But <laughs> so so not that chill. Uh, <laughs> not that chill, but pretty chill. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah. Overall, just spending some time with uh, my cousin before she goes back for school she's leaving mm-hmm. saturday going back to new york um cool so yeah no that's pretty much it yeah uh yeah so i'm gonna be going back to london ontario for school as well uh 29th i i, I go back um they start in person on the 31st so yeah 
everything's been confirmed it confirmed uh, last week mm-hmm. i think but this week uh, um i was just looking at my classes to see if any of them are gonna do hybrid or just gonna have uh, re- everything you know uh, the lectures still recorded and whatnot and uh nope some of the in-person ones are gonna be fully in person so definitely required to go back there oh, yeah. and there's gonna be some nice things about going back mm-hmm. there because um <clears throat> Scheduling wise, with the time difference, it's still just better over there. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something to look forward to because uh, my typical wake up time is four thirty uh, in the morning, and over here after like you know working out, having breakfast and whatnot, it'll be like six, six, six something, six thirty ish. Six thirty is a nine thirty there, and some classes I have are nine thirty. Oh. So like right after I get done with that, it's uh, it's time to to you know start class whereas over there uh you know there's a there's like i have at least two hours uh to do other things before i need to really get ready and go to class so having that gap between starting the main school thing every single day uh, definitely makes life uh much better and makes classes easier to get through um right after you know you worked out showered and have breakfast it's not it's not easy to just get in the zone right away compared to having two hours of working on other stuff already, whether that is for school, whether that is reading, or it's for something else. But like you're sitting down, you're kind of working on stuff, your brain is more engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after working out, your brain, like, like Blake Griffin did a great bit uh, about how, how athletes sound dumb after like a game because literally, like they've been running up down the court entire time. And then all of a sudden they're asked all these weird questions. Like, how, how do you think they'll respond? And then obviously after, right after you eat, it's like, you know, it's, it's just a bit of fatigue that comes with that. So, um, yeah. Uh, having that gap, having the about, you know, over two hours to just work on some stuff and getting the zone classes are easier. And also I get more stuff, more of my own stuff or more of school stuff done before actual classes. And that's always, always great and makes life feel much better. So that aspect of going back to school and going back in person is, uh, it's definitely really nice. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me. All right. Very interesting. All right. Well, uh, that was a great episode on timelines in life. And I think the key takeaway would be that everyone has their own timelines in life and uh, could choose um, to live very different lifestyles and do different things at different times or not do certain things uh, at all. There is a choice there. And when you believe in that choice, in the ability to choose, you often live, uh, you know, much more fulfilling lives and stuff that's and do things that are more suitable for you as opposed to following, you know, uh, whether traditional times and time timelines in life or some of the newer uh, and, you know, just alternative timelines that are being promoted by social media influencers. Like everyone could have their own. Like it's possible. Mm-hmm. And people do have their own sometimes just because. That's how life works. That's how things happen. And even when you do have your ideal time life kind of planned out for yourself, just remember things don't always go the way they uh, you want them to. Sometimes stuff just happens and you got to be okay with that. You got to be ready for that or else you're just going to feel real bad for yourself uh, unnecessarily. And that sucks even more. Mm-hmm. You don't want 
you don't want to suck to suck even more, right? So, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of the overall takeaway of it. And I would talk about so many aspects of the details of it too. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week for another episode of the Unfledged Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for watching.